0: What is up, you beautiful people? This is In the Huddle with Michael Phillips, your go-to NFL news podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Kirk Cousins, where I think he should go, where more than likely he is going to go. I'm going to cover the combine and do a mock draft of the first five picks Kirk Cousins has been franchise-tagged multiple times, I believe twice, by the Washington Redskins. Finally, after not coming to a long-term deal, they don't sign him back, and they trade for Alex Smith, trading away their best corner besides Josh Norman. And... I honestly think... You know, the Chiefs did win in that trade, because Pat Mahomes, in my opinion, is going to be a breakout quarterback. I can't wait for him to be a starter. You know, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but, you know, he's a player that I wanted to see start, but Alex Smith has his legacy. So, Kirk Cousins right now, you know, there are a couple of teams that are after him. There are the Broncos, the Vikings the Browns, the Jets, and there's been a lot of uproar lately of him going to the Vikings. Now, I'm not a Vikings fan per se, but seeing them do as well as they did last year, if they can figure out their quarterback situation, keep their unit that they have now, and put Kirk Cousins in there, I think they can do it again. Yes, he's had some awful years. However, in Washington, he never had the weapons around him. He never had the defense. If he goes to the Vikings, he has that top 10 defense. He has weapons like Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. And if he's getting tired from throwing to those two elite wide receivers... He can hand it off to Dalvin Cook, who sadly, yes, tore his ACL last year, had a short uh, rookie year, but hopefully he can make a great recovery and come back very quick. So if he goes to the Vikings, I feel like they can do it all again. You know, another great place for Kirk Cousins to go is Denver. Become a Bronco. You know, John Elway has that swagger to want QBs to play for him. You go back a couple of years ago, he got Peyton Manning to come from the Colts after he was a free agent and won a Super Bowl with Denver. Now, you take Kirk Cousins and you put him at the quarterback spot. You know, you have Brock Osweiler there. He's been proven, you know, he can't play at an elite level. He can be a viable backup, but he cannot be a starter until he improves his play. Paxton Lynch, in my opinion, I had high hopes for him when he was drafted, but he turned out to be a bust. Sure, he hasn't had that much playing time, but the time that he has, hasn't been great. Trevor Simeon, you know, he's good enough to be in the NFL, but teams don't want good enough. They want elite. Now, there are some Denver fans that say, oh, Trevor Simeon, you know, he's our our quarterback. And I've only heard that from very few Broncos fans because they know that he's not Peyton Manning. You know he can play at a good enough level. He's he's not good per se, but he's good enough. You know you compare him to quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. He's not that good. Sure, he's only been in the league a couple of years, but he's not elite. He's not prepared to be a starter. He needs to go to a team that is desperate for a different quarterback. Somebody that he knows he can lead. But also go to a team that's in a rebuild stage at this time. You know, go to a team like Buffalo. Don't go to a team and don't stay with Denver. They are a Super Bowl caliber team mainly because of their defense. Get Kirk Cousins in there. Pull him away from possibly signing with Minnesota or possibly with the New York Jets. Get Kirk Cousins to play for Denver. I believe you can be a 9-7 or 7 or 10-6 team. Now you take Kirk Cousins and you put him with a team Like the Jets. The Jets weren't bad at first last year. They did decently well. Now, with Josh McCown, you know, getting as old as he is, they need to let him go, possibly sign him on as a coach, even though I know he wants to go back to Texas and coach high school football. He has the knowledge to be a quarterback coach but you need someone young somebody that can still play and play well. Now the Jets are kind of in a rebuild stage right now, recently releasing Muhammad Wilkerson and their defense is getting there, it's not great. You know, with the addition of uh, Marcus May and Jamal Adams, their safety core, they're good. They're, you know, they did stellar last year, but it's just not enough. I think a priority right now for the Jets, if they can, get Kirk Cousins. But if you don't get Kirk Cousins, draft a quarterback. Take Baker Mayfield. Because he'll probably still be on the board at your pick of number six. Now, as for the Browns... (laughs) The Browns, I mean, they're 1 in 31. They're 1 in 31 over the past two years. You can't blame that all on the quarterback. Deshaun Kaiser, yeah, he wasn't good. But you put Kirk Cousins in there, even if you sign Kirk Cousins and say you get Saquon Barkley at number one, that's a quarterback and a running back. If Isaiah Crowell. Goes for a free agent. Getting Saquon Barkley makes sense. But say you get Kirk Cousins and you and you get Saquon Barkley. Who do you take at number four if you take Saquon Barkley at number one? You need defense. You need it. Take an offensive lineman in the second round. Joe Thomas is getting old. And he may want to leave soon. Because... He's been playing for so many years and he hasn't even been close to seeing a Super Bowl. And he's a player that deserves a ring. He's a stellar offensive lineman that deserves to be on a Super Bowl caliber team that he knows that he can win. Kirk Cousins, go to Minnesota, go to Denver. You want to win, you want to go to the Super Bowl, those are your options. Now, on to my opinion on how the Combine went this year. You know, I didn't get to watch too much of it. I watched uh, the running back drills, um, some of the linebackers, some of the quarterbacks, a couple uh, defensive backs, but I didn't really watch all, like the whole Combine live. But I have my own opinions about it. Uh, a couple of players stood out to me. Shakeem Griffin, if I'm saying that correctly, you know, the one hand wonder he blew my mind at this combine. Running a four three eight as a linebacker. That's insane. And, you know, with his other various drills, I'd have to look up the uh exact times for the three cone drill and the shuttle, but what stood out to me most is his 40, granted, you know, speed is a factor when being a NFL player, obviously, because you don't want a linebacker that runs a 5-7, like, he's not a linebacker, that's a D-tackle, and there are D-tackles that are way faster than that, but his 40 just stood out to me And it it blew my mind. And, you know, the fact that he's made it this far in his football career, only having one hand, you know, it pushes him to be a better player. And that's amazing. He, honestly, is probably the one player that really stood out to me. Besides, you know, the very popular ones of Saquon Barkley or, you know, Josh Rosen and Baker Mayfield, they just tore up the combine this year. Uh Lamar Jackson, you could definitely tell he has room for improvement when it comes to his throwing. Um you know there are teams that requested that he runs some wide receiver drills, but that you're a quarterback, you do quarterback drills. You get drafted as a quarterback. If there's teams that want you as a wide receiver when you've played quarterback your entire life, You tell them, okay, well, I'll have fun shredding up your defense next year. Because you are a quarterback. You play as a quarterback. Don't even think about switching to wide receiver if you think that's your best bet in getting in the NFL. If you join the NFL as a wide receiver, say you switch over before the draft... Your draft stock can go from mid to late first round to early second, all the way down to possibly third or fourth. Now, Baker Mayfield, I loved watching him this year. You know, when he played at Oklahoma, he did great. I mean, in his entire career, he's gone 38-8, and which is amazing. And, you know, some people think, oh, he's not a top 10 pick. Uh, You know, he might go in the second round. He's, even though he's the Heisman winner, you know, don't bet on him too high. I disagree. I have him in my top five. Or, sorry, top six. I have him at number six going to the Jets. You know, and the Jets, you know, he has a lot of potential. But, you know, there are other teams that I had... Uh him going to, you know, later in the draft if he doesn't go to the Jets. You know, I also have him uh possibly going to the Broncos at five. But there are other teams on here, like the Dolphins at eleven that could take him. Sure, they have Ryan Tannehill. But Brian Tannehill's never been that good. I mean, he's been good. He hasn't been great. Now, I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's going to be amazing. But look at other quarterbacks that looked great coming out of college and bombed. Joe Marcus Russell is the first one that comes to mind. Now, you look at some players that were good in college. They didn't go to a big school. And now there's some of the greatest quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers is the first one that comes to mind. And just because they're a first-round pick doesn't mean they'll be amazing. Like, in my opinion, and I know a lot of people disagree, you know, Josh Allen's a good player. But in my opinion, he's not a number one pick. I put him at maybe top 15, which is still great. You know, you can still find gems of any position in late rounds. Look at Elvin Kamara last year. Granted, he's not a quarterback. He's a running back. But he's amazing last year, and he wasn't a first-round pick. Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick. And now, by many, he's considered the greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady, the GOAT, sixth-round pick. Just because you're a top 10 doesn't mean you're going to be the next Tom Brady. He was a gem. He was a diamond in the rough that was drafted by the right system. And that's what needs to happen for these quarterbacks. But in conclusion, I loved the combine this year. Shakim Griffin, if I'm saying that correct, I'm sorry if I'm not, stood out insanely well. Or in, he just was insane. Saquon Barkley did amazing. You know, 29 reps, I believe was the number on the bench press. And a 41 inch vertical. That man's gonna tear it up next year. I I just can't wait to watch this draft class play next year. It's gonna be phenomenal. On to the draft segment of this podcast. I'm gonna do this quick, I'm gonna do this fast, have my own little opinions. But I'm going to get this over with quick. Rip it off like a band-aid. If you disagree with me, sorry. Tell me what you think. And I'll take it into consideration. And when I do my full first-round mock draft, definitely... And your opinion might change mine. If you think that a certain player should go to this team instead, I'll put it in consideration. But... Uh, more than likely, if I have my own opinion on my first round, I'm gonna stick with my own opinion. So, pick number one, Cleveland. Uh they're up there every year. You know they're one in thirty one for the past two years. I have them taking the best player off the board offensively, and that's Saquon Barkley, running back out of Penn State. He did an amazing at the combine this year. I can't wait to see him play. Pick number two of the Giants. You know, I've seen some mock drafts. If Cleveland doesn't take Saquon Barkley, the Giants do. But Eli's Don, man. I, he has one year left, in my opinion. I have them taking Josh Rosen. Uh, QB out of UCLA. I think he'd be a great addition to New York. And I can't wait to see him play. No matter what team he goes to. In, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Andrew Luck is kind of a, maybe, well, maybe he'll play, maybe he'll sit, but if he's healthy, he's their franchise quarterback. So I have the Colts taking Bradley Chubb, defensive end out of NC State. I think he's the guy that can really spark up their defense. Cleveland, back on the board again, uh, with the number four pick. I have them taking Josh Allen, quarterback out of Wyoming. Uh, To me, Josh Rosen stood up above Josh Allen, so that's why I have him going to the Giants. Uh, But either way, they're both stellar quarterbacks. I see Cleveland, you know, syncing up better with Josh Allen. You know, I think he can definitely fit in their system and really work well with them. And you pair him up with Saquon Barkley, I think they'll be, you know... great team next year. Not a playoff caliber team, but definitely a better team than they have been the past two years. Pick number 5, I have the Broncos taking Sam Darnold, quarterback out of USC. And the Broncos, they need a quarterback. If they don't get Kirk Cousins, they take Sam Darnold. And I think they'll be back. To fight for their division. I can't say they'll win the division. But they'll fight for it. Now it's my last pick for today. I have. Uh, pick number 6. The New York Jets. I won't. I don't want to see Baker Mayfield. Go to the Jets. But. I think that's what's going to happen. So. I have the New York Jets. Taking Baker Mayfield. Quarterback. out of Oklahoma. I would love to, for him to go to a team like Arizona, but I don't think he'll fall all the way down to 15. So, like I said, I have the Jets taking Baker Mayfield at number 6. I think he's going to be in a great addition, really spark up their offense, kind of take over for Josh McCown. This has been In the Huddle with Michael Phillips. If you enjoyed this, uh, thank you for listening. And I'm really happy that you took a little bit of time out of your day to listen to my opinions on what's happening in the NFL right now. Next episode, I'll be talking about free agency because there's been lots, lots of information blowing up about that this off season, so that'll be my next episode uh preferably I'll be having that come out in a couple of days, and till then, this is Michael Phillips, and this is Ben in the huddle.